0: everybody, thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator podcast. It's Hunter Lowry here, and I wanna talk to you guys today about everyone's favorite math or statistics phrase. If you took it, if not, you've probably still heard this, but I feel like this was just beaten into my head in college. I seriously, distinctly remember sitting in class in econometrics, I was junior year of college, I was taking econometrics. It was my last class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And econometrics is basically the next step above statistics, but I was on the golf team at school at the time and my classes ended Tuesday and Thursdays around three o'clock. So when this class originally started, it was August or whenever it was, um, it didn't get dark out in Southern California until, you know, like nine o'clock at night. It's awesome. So it was super easy after class to go get in an afternoon, nine or 18 holes of practice. And I actually had the class with one of my best buddies who was also on the golf team and a roommate of mine. So we could just sprint out of a econometrics class, just, you know, thank gosh, we're done with this class for the day. And we'd rush over to our home course at uh, Villa Verde or Los Serranos or a few others that we played a lot in Southern California. And we just would go play golf till it got dark. You know, when you could just put yourself back in a certain situation and feel exactly like you felt. I literally can close my eyes right now and see the classroom, what it looked like and looking out the window. And I still get that anxious feeling like, get me out of here. I want to go golf so bad. (laughs) And besides that memory, I also, for some reason, just remember hearing over and over and over and over that correlation does not equal causation. And what this means is that just because there's correlation between two variables doesn't mean there is a distinct causation. So, for example, I'm going to, uh, you know, rag on my buddy Spencer here for just a minute and uh, tell him to listen since I'm going to go play golf with him this coming weekend, actually. But, you know, correlation is not equal causation. We tend to believe that if one thing happens after something else, then the first event caused a second. So we would think that when Spencer practices his golf game all the time and he goes out and plays well, then logically Spencer practicing means that he will play better. But, you know, after the countless research that I did monitoring his behavior and playing style... (laughs) I believe it can easily be determined that it actually has nothing to do with his practice whatsoever. It was actually just that he didn't stay up until two o'clock the night before watching swing tips and having 10,000 different swing thoughts the next day. (laughs) Okay. So a real example of this, it's a little bit intense, but it gets the point across really well. It was a study done that represents the correlation between us spending on science, space and technology and suicide rates. And if you could see the picture of the chart, both fluctuate in really an eerie manner, but there's obviously zero correlation. It's just happenstance. There's no way that as U.S. spending on science, space, and technology went up, that was a direct reflection on why suicide rates went up. So why am I even talking about this and how does it apply to anything? Well, it applies to our current political and economic environment how many times have you heard a tax hike will mean a negative year for the markets or a democratic president will mean the market is going to tumble. And I'm just saying Democrats right now because of obvious current events, but the same thing can be said for Democrats who were saying the same thing when they didn't want Trump in office. People believe that one event is 100% correlated with the next. Tax hikes will create market loss. Well, when you hear broad statements like that, I would urge you to really think about them for a second and think about the numbers and the data behind these thoughts. Is there really evidence that connects the two events or are you just basing them off random happenstance? Realistically, when you look back going all the way back to 1950, you guys know, I I like to look back on history to give us a little bit of a forecast on what could happen in the future. But really markets have produced better than average returns with tax changes because so many other factors have been happening at the same time. There's never just one thing in particular that that sends a market in either direction, every dip, every peak, it comes with a number of different conditions that play into these movements. But let's just continue looking at history here. So with the discussion of taxes, we can basically say there are three baskets. There's corporate, personal, and capital gains taxes. The last time that all three of these were increased at the very same time was in 1993, which was also followed by an increase in personal and capital gains taxes in 2013. Since then, rates have been cut. The top corporate tax rate is 21%, top personal tax rate, 37%, and the top long-term capital gains rate is 20%. Now, we can all expect that President-elect Biden is going to revisit the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, meaning uh, potential for higher corporate tax rates, increased marginal rates for high income people and high capital gains tax rates. So then what does history really tell us? Since 1950, the S and P has produced higher average returns in times when taxes are increasing. But again, correlation does not equal causation. Tax changes do not happen in a vacuum. We're going to see significant stimulus spending there's vaccines being given out now there's new strains of coronavirus there's a whole new virtual way of operating business things don't look anything like they did a year ago or 20 years ago but i will say this looking back a hundred percent of the time that corporate taxes were raised the s p did advance that year and the year during now that may not be exact causation but it's pretty interesting at least to take into consideration And guys, I didn't point this out to you to get you extremely bullish and to go put it all on red. And I'm not saying to just run and dump all of your money into equity investments, but I just want to remind you to keep a level head and consider all aspects of the overall situation before making blanket statements that drive emotion and quick, irrational investment decisions. Don't fall for the trap of thinking that one event directly implies a certain outcome. That's a sure shot way to make decisions that you will regret down the road. And guys, when you're ready to chat and talk about what your goals are, talk about your concerns and your investments, then you can head over to my website at HunterLowry.com and schedule a call with me right there. I'd be more than happy to help you out and let you know exactly what we're doing here at Sierra Ridge and how we're currently handling our investments. It's an interesting time, guys. i keep saying it and probably going to be saying it for a little while longer. <laughs> interesting for investments, interesting for politics for all of us, but we'll navigate through it. We'll come out on top just like we always do. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have a great rest of your day.